Hi, I'm Mercedes. I'm an entrepreneur and director at Inc. And I'm Vera, a clinical psychologist and chief people officer at Abstracta. And this is The Everything Else, a podcast about soft skills for a meaningful life. This episode is sponsored by Abstracta. That's nice. Thanks. <laughs> so what's Abstracta? Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. Check out their website at abstracta.us. Buenas, buenas. Welcome to The Everything Else, Episode 5, the bonus track with the tools to boost creativity. I'm Mercedes, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Vera. Hi, Vera. Buenas, buenas. How are you? Good? Yep. Ready? Yes. So today, we're going to be rounding up the topic of creativity, which, by the way, I enjoyed so much. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But now that we know how creativity works and what the barriers we face are, most of which are we're usually unaware of, at least I was, yeah. um, I think we're ready to talk about how to boost it. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're ready. And if you haven't listened to episode five, go now. It was a fun episode. And knowing the why is always important when you want to really attempt the how. Nah, I like that. Cool. So um, you want to share some comments on the episode and, and the homework before we get started? Um, I did. <laughs> I didn't get a single comment on the homework. I thought about making one up and then I was like, all right, mm. right. We, <laughs> we got comments in the episode, but nobody shared the homework. I feel like I'm back in the classroom. Mm. Thank you. Seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> the silence. So why do you think it's difficult, Veda? Why do you think that nobody in this particular episode, we had asked people to uh, name reasons? The bestest. Yeah, yeah. So why do you think it's difficult? Honestly, Mer, I feel this is not exclusive of this episode. This homework we are sending always, yeah, this is kind of our MO, right? <laughs> implies having bold conversations with oneself. And yeah. maybe you're doing them, but not telling us about them that yeah, much. It, it, and that intimate. would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are questions that we need to face to have a long lasting effect and actually dig into these skills. So even if we don't get the feedback here, but we, you make us know that we're leaving these questions yeah. hanging for you and they leave room to new questions, to more questions. Well, that is awesome too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, talking about self-esteem, knowing your strengths, being truly kind to yourself, knowing your self-worth despite your vulnerability and putting that in a creative way, that is something we can talk about at a rapid pace, but it's definitely not achieved in a rush. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. All right. But we did get some lovely comments on the show. The first one um, that I wanted to share was best show yet funny and creative. I felt inspired to go out and create. Not oh, the homework, evidently. It, that made my day. That made my day. <laughs> not the homework, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, mind blowing. Oh, sorry. Um, I like the homework for the shower or while doing the dishes. Yes. <laughs> This is, it got me thinking about what people do. While well, they listen to us? Yes, because... I've heard, I've heard different things. Yeah. I've heard people do exercise and run and other people then come back and take notes. Ah. Yes, we have we re-listeners. Have, we have note takers? <laughs> yes, we have note takers and people who listen to us more than once. 
Amazing. I uh, somebody told me that they could walk listening to the podcast, but not run. They might fall. <laughs> <laughs> It's dangerous. <laughs> All right. Another comment? Yeah. Go on. I had never thought about why I sometimes avoided creative moments or found them uncomfortable. I think next time, just knowing this could be useful. Mm. You know, I, I read that knowing about the neuroscience behind creativity boosts creativity. Look at that. Um, like if you have a creative workshop, like a regular creative workshop, and then you do one where you tell people about how neuroscience work, it's 25% more likely wow. to, to create or help with divergent thinking. Wow. What did the trick for me was, I remember this clearly, when a teacher of mine told me how uncomfortable creative activity would always be. Yeah. Like, yes, this is part of the process. Yeah. Like, suck it <laughs> no, 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 yeah. that's it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it worked yeah. it did the trick for me at least yeah, yeah for me too okay so are we ready to open up our toolbox yes we are let's dive into tip number one this is more like an ap apocalyptic warning with a tip yes. creativity can be slaughtered even at a very young age and sometimes um what is slaughtering creativity is the lack of difficulties Think overprotected childhoods, our obsession with giving our kids everything, with entertaining them all the time, having them plugged in so that they don't get bored, right? Or is it that they, because they don't want, we don't want them to bother. Yeah. It, it was difficult for me even to say it, but <laughs> I, I sometimes wonder. Yes, I think it is because they want, we don't want them to bother. And sometimes it's okay. <laughs> but not all the time. <laughs> but spoon feeding them, this is the important thing. Spoon feeding them and not involving them in the situations that are problematic and they can be a part of the solution mm. is part of slaughtering their creative yeah. spirit. I agree. I agree. Now, uh, let's put some theory behind this. I think that although the intentions can be good, as you said, and sometimes it does happen. As Rollo May put it in the 1960s, the presence of challenges and constraints should not be regarded as something bad. Yeah. It is fun a fundamental part of life and it actually is an essential element to the creative process. Yeah, yeah. Now, the creative mode is called for in contexts that are unclear, vague and open-ended. Yeah. And these are the ones that many times we want to avoid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Uncertainty. Creativity in children flourishes during boredom. Think long road trips without movies, looking outside the window and creating your own music, nap time when your parents made yeah. you be silent yeah, and you yeah. played. And, and this is not just for kids. Yeah, in teaching, for example, creativity is fueled by not having the perfect book that indicated how to teach something. At Inc., for example, when we first started, we prohibited the teacher's book. We... We didn't let anyone have it, and it had the key. You know, it was it was pretty important, but but we prohibited it because it made people fall into like the same pattern of doing mm -hmm. everything, and it and it killed creativity. Um, so needing something, right, is is necessary. We have to accept that that not having is needed, and having the basics is one thing. Our basic needs covered, like sure. the, the key. <laughs> yes. The, if not, there's no creativity yeah, yeah, yeah. either. But that's a whole different thing. But not having and having time are two very important ingredients in creativity. Idle time. Idle time. Yes. Which we we don't really have that. Yes. Which leads to tip number two. Failing. Is part of the process. Try again. 
fail again and fail better, as Samuel Beckett put it. Right? We're so afraid of failing, but shit, if you're not failing a little, it's because you're not doing anything new. Yeah, life is about trying and failing. That's mm. how we learn to speak, to walk, to do anything, actually. Trial and error. And you know what? Demystifying failure is huge in promoting creativity. Yeah. I can't stress this enough. Now, this, of course, doesn't mean that we are reckless, right? Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, this is also very important because this, what it means is that Though we do our best and we don't, we don't manage to get things right, we don't, get, we don't waste our time ruminating and beating ourselves up when things don't go as expected. Yeah. Resilience, this word that is so much used nowadays, is about bouncing back, trying to get it right and keep trying. Yeah. We always tell our team um, that we're all for mistakes if that means that we're moving forward and really trying. But what we can't do is always make the same mistakes, yeah. right? Like you have to learn from what you did or from what others did. And If you and, didn't yeah. learn... It's not going to work. All right, tip number three, the big tip. Exercise your creativity like a muscle. Remember that in neuroscience, there's a saying um, that says, cells that fire together, wire together. Ah, I love I this it was phrase. Cute. <laughs> the idea is that the more you use your brain to do something, the stronger the connections between the cells involved are. And right? this is such not a minor issue, right? Mm, yeah. The more we do it, the better we the get better at we it. Get. Yeah. So we talked about convergent and divergent thinking last episode. Though we didn't get too much into detail, but convergent thinking is a, our critical law logical thinking, right? So we want to let it rest a little and practice divergent thinking, yeah. creative, more horizontal thinking, using our imagination, thinking about other world, other possibilities. Yeah. And so let's get practical. I know, I know. How, <laughs> how, how, how? how do we get, how do we do this? <laughs> well, one pretty common way is to brainstorm. I think everyone knows what that is. As we mentioned last episode, right? You ask a question and fire away different options without judging or analyzing, allowing free flow of associations and saying whatever comes up. Um, another way is playing, as always. Ah, play. Yes. Playing fuels creativity. And you can take, for example, an object, and you can do this with friends or with your kids. You take an object and you find 20 uses for it. You know, like, who's that line anyway? Yeah, that is awesome. I love that. Yes. Uh, another one that maybe it's more internal dialogue can be mind mapping or mm. free writing. Yeah. These are also good ways to encourage divergent thinking. And then we also have lateral thinking, right? Yeah. This thinking about the box, you probably heard about outside the box. Mm -hmm. Now, Devana developed the lateral thinking techniques to help overcome our natural proclivity to get locked into patterns. Yeah. And this is important to understand that our brain tends to go there. The shortcuts and biases we were yes. talking about. So what are these techniques to challenge these well, I proclivity? Think, I think these are the most fun. And, and to be honest, I recommend Googling them. Okay, yes. because there there are many of them, and and we we're, I think it's better to read about them. You'll get a clear idea. It's full of examples. My These personal, are techniques, right? Yeah, they're techniques, and you can just go even on Wikipedia. You can Google them, and they tell you like what the process is, right? My favorite is random entry, uh, where you choose an object at random. Like for example, you open up the dictionary and you find a word, and you link it to the idea that you're thinking about. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bizarre, but it's also fun. And you can really feel that you're exercising your brain in it. And sometimes good ideas come up. Like, it's not that you always get the great idea, but it it's fun to do. And, and, and it's fun to, you really feel that your brain is working in that sense. 
And while you're Googling, look for lateral thinking exercise also. These are entertaining and get you to start connecting those dots that we were talking about. Yes. Now, you can introduce these exercises anywhere. It can be in the workplace, looking for new ways to tackle an issue as an icebreaker before a meeting starts. Even at home when you're playing with your friends or with your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in a classroom where you can resort to these techniques to stimulate your students, whatever the age. Oh, you're yeah, doing remember some good. Remember that adults like to play also. Yes. Yeah, people always forget And it's that. important for adults yes. to play also. Yes. Okay, so we're ready to tip for tip number four. All right. We mentioned this in episode five, so I'm not going to get into the details, but I can't not mention them. Don't censor. Don't censor others. But mostly... Don't censor yourself. Good. Allow yourself to be seen. Leave room for humor for this. Mm -hmm. Laugh together. Laugh with others. Not at the ideas or people. Yeah. And I'm going to add tip number five for control freaks like me. <laughs> Let go. Let Relinquish go. control of your brain. Give in to the craziness for a moment, even if it makes no sense. Because sometimes you give in to others' craziness. Yeah. But yours is like, no, 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 I'm I'm the straight thinker here, <laughs> right? So let go. And having said that, I think we're ready to relinquish control right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys about Alan Grunewald last episode, and he was generous enough to share some ideas with us and with you guys today. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Hi, my name is Alan Grunewald. I'm a copywriter and creative director, and I have an advertising agency called Waldemar. Mercedes Ambera asked me for some tips about creativity, not how to create, because there is no rules for that, but to improve, develop or strength the environment where you live or work to help creation process. First of all, I want to tell you about a beautiful poem from Charles Bukowski called Air, Light, Time and Space that talks just about the opposite idea of what I'm going to say now. Here is the poem, just a fragment. You know, I've either had a family, a job, something has always been in the way, but now I've sold my house, I found this place, a large studio, you should see the space and the light. No, baby. If you're going to create, you're going to create with a cat crawling up your back while the whole city trembles in earthquake, bombardment, flood and, fl and fire. And ends the poem with this marvelous sentence. Air and light and time and space have nothing to do with it and don't create anything except maybe a longer life to find new excuses for. I love Bukowski and in some point I agree with him, but I think today we need to produce some nice atmosphere to empower people's creation. So let's go to some tips to stimulate a creative thinking in our workspaces. In my case, music helps a lot. It frees my thoughts, but I know many people that it distracts them a lot, so use it only if it's good for you. And that leads us to the concentration, something that Mercedes Zambera talked already here. It is very important to abstract yourself. Please, give your phone a break and just use it after the creative process to help you to investigate if there are some other similar practices outside or even how to grow and produce your own idea. Something that helps me a lot is to change my point of view. 
literally. So change your office for a garden, the Rambla, or even for your bathroom. I love to go to one of these coffee shops to take some caffeine energy, but also to clean my vision, to see different people, furniture, or plants. Always a different one. And last, experience the more you can. Change your routine. Take your kids to the park at night. I swear I saw this a week ago and I love these parents. Travel to unknown places, drink a beer with a friend on a Monday, take the long but more beautiful way home. Be less practical, experience more, be open. And now, if you're a CEO, a manager, a director, and you want to stimulate the creative culture in your team, I think the most important thing to do is to believe and embrace. Believe in the power of your team, their proposals and ideas. Don't boycott, just support. And embrace the creative thinking. Don't just talk about its importance. Allow, support and stimulate it. Give people deadlines, not schedules. Create exchange spaces in, or better, out of the office. Reduce bureaucracy. It is a real creative killer. I hope these tips helped you. Thanks, Mercedes Ambera, for inviting me and sorry for my deep charrua English. I notice I need some pronunciation classes. Goodbye and thank you. Any English coaching is available at Inc., of course, where we'll, we'll mainly teach you not to apologize for your English. <laughs> that said, though, I loved this. Thank you so much, Alan. I, I loved this episode, Rita. I, it was a little different. It was. It? Like, it everything was. was a little... I, I told you it was going to be off. <laughs> but off in a good way. It's like you think about being creative and somehow you start getting creative. Yes. And next episode, we're going to continue in this path of the unknown. Getting comfortable there. Mm. At least enjoying the ride like our, our fish. <laughs> Because we'll be talking about how to take this creativity and put it into practice. What is known as innovation. All right. So stay tuned for episode six, which I'm going to add is the last episode of the season. <laughs> well, at least the, the, the bonus track is. All right. Okay. And, and we're going to have such a great guest to talk about innovation. I'm really honored and excited about this. All right. So looking forward to episode six. All right. Don't worry, though, guys and girls, yeah. right? Before you have a panic attack, we're taking a short break during our summer after episode six, but we will be back for a second season. We will be back. Don't worry. We won't leave you guys hanging. Um, our voices will fill your ears next week when we continue to explore the everything else. Talk, Talk to, to you, you then. then. Bye. If you liked what you heard, please share it and follow so that more people find us. We are the Everything Else Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast from.